Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 153 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I get to chat with the lovely Anita from Mocktail Nation. In this episode, we talk all about Anita's very unique journey and relationship with alcohol and how she viewed her drinking habits as an identity, how that affected her mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And we talk about, as a Sober Girls Guide community is, we talk about how Mocktail Nation is an inclusive community. Whether you're looking to stop drinking for one day, one hour, one week, one year, wherever you are at, you are welcome here. This is such a great conversation, so let's get into it. There has never been a better time to go booze-free. Let's face it, hangovers are so 2021. This is your opportunity to join like-minded women and change your relationship with alcohol for once and for all. Head to a sobergirlsguide.com and join our group coaching programs. You will get the accountability, the encouragement, the love, the trust, and respect that you need to make changes in your life and become that woman you've always dreamed of. Head to a sobergirlsguide.com and sign up today. Hi, Anita. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Where in the world are you right now? I am in Arizona right now. So in Tempe, Arizona. Yes. So not on the East Coast with all the snow. Yeah, thank God. Um, but you know, not the greatest weather, a little cloudy today. And then I will be venturing tomorrow to Oakland, California. So oh. I go between California and Arizona on a regular basis. But oh, Arizona nice. is now my home base just due to COVID. Um, I couldn't take the lockdown. So I was like, I'm out. So yeah. <laughs> good. I already own homes here. So it was like, yeah, I'm going to go stay in my house now. I'm like, I'm leaving. Bye bye. So yeah, it was good. Nice. You're going to be unlocked. Uh, you need a pool. So then you can just, Oh yeah, you do. Definitely. Oh, that's a great idea. I have been trying to get my hands on a freaking hot tub. I swear (laughs) to God, this is like my mission in life. You know how people ask you like, how, how do you know that you've made it in life? A freaking hot tub. Yeah. And they're not inexpensive. Just so you know, I bought a hot tub and I was like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, for what? It's around, it's, 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 it's a cube we put water in. So why is it costing me that much money? You're like, that's yeah. just the way it is. Okay. Yeah. So yes, I agree with you. Get a I, hot tub. You'll, I you just need one. I think life is happier in a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, I want the outdoor bathroom. I want the outdoor shower and the outdoor bathtub. Ooh, that's so you a can good be outside in the bathtub with your bubbles. And yeah. you're like, you're good. That's what I'm after. But yes, I'm with you. I have those okay. goals too. So yeah. First world problems. You know what right? I have? I don't have a hot tub. <laughs> You know what? It, it, we've been through it all. I feel like we we deserve a freaking hot tub at this point. I love right? it. I love it. Right? <laughs> like, give me some slack, girl. 
Girl deserves a hot tub once in a while. Girl deserves a hot tub. And where are you located at right now? Um, I am in Vancouver, Canada. Okay. And it is cold. It's not snowing like the east, but it is nipply. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I moved back up here during the pandemic. Um, I, I used to live in LA for okay. 11 something years. And then just, yeah, migrated okay. north. Like a little yep. bird, uh, but I love it. I love the I love the weather. Like the I love the weather. I love the seasons. I knew what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love the, the change in in seasons. Yeah, it's really <laughs> I love nice. All the weathers. I'm going to use that in the future. I love all yeah. the weathers. Yeah, it really makes you appreciate. You know, when you're trudging through snow or rain, it really makes you appreciate those rainy days, those sunny, non-rainy days, which are few yeah. and far between. Absolutely. Ugh, tell me. Ugh, yeah. The rain is a little bit much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you had a hot tub in the rain, now that's kind of sexy. I don't know. I still think no? we had a hot tub. Yeah. We were on a vacay and we had a hot tub and the snow was melting at the top of like the trellis thing that was over us. Oh yeah. And we're sitting in lots of big chunks of snow, like hitting you in the head. And I was like, yeah, this is not <laughs> what we need to have happen. I said, we oh. should have cleared out the snow. Cause it was all like beautiful. Like, oh, it's all snow covered. And we're in the yeah. hot tub. And it's like, chukunk. Chikunk, chikunk. Oh and no! Like, you did not have this. I was like, this is not fun. Like, like ice no. cubes in your drink. I mean, huge amounts of snow just hitting you in the head. I was like, it's time to go. I was like, yeah, I'm over it. But it was a great hot tub time until that happened. I guess we heated yeah. it up, so it was all melting. So it was like, yeah. there you go. You got to be careful. Can't take the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Exactly. Got to run. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> okay. uh, Anita, I want to. I want to talk to you about uh, Mocktail Nation and what you got going on there. But I want to back it up a little bit and get your story um, and your relationship with alcohol. How do you identify? So I am, uh, I would say we call it uh, sober forward, I guess is the best way to put it. So, so that you would, yeah. So sober forward, meaning that you'll choose to be sober more than you would choose to have a drink. Um, yeah. And that doesn't mean that you won't have your occasional drink here or there. It doesn't mean that you won't have a glass of champagne to celebrate somebody's thing. But I would say it's sober forward. Um, okay. I drank very, a, a ton for, uh, several, you know, several years and it yeah. started out, they used to call me to drink Nita. It's on my website. You can see the whole story. Um, yeah. So I, uh, started out at Cisco cause my background is in tech. So I have a okay. heavy, heavy background in tech and I, uh, one of the guys that was brand new and I'd been working with him and he mm -hmm. pulled me aside before a dinner one time with a major client, huge, we had like 30 people coming and he's like, I need you to come early to the restaurant before they get here. And I'm like, okay, fine. Mm. I show up and he goes, I need you to have two drinks. And I looked at him, I was like, and he said, cause after two drinks, he goes, you're like on. And he goes, and I need you to be on like right now. I don't need you oh. to be on like after two drinks, but right. Really interesting story. Yeah. And so I said, okay. And sure enough, I was kind of known for that after that, like two drinks, I was good to go. And so my alcohol habit kept increasing. Um, as I ran and did a lot of sales, I was in sales and that environment just fit me. And it fit, it was a brand for me, which is really interesting. It became a brand. Like I would walk in, my martini was ready for me. The restaurants all knew me and would have stuff ready for me. Um, you know, free drinks, refills, whole nine yards through my sales career. And then I was kind of really running with a lot of the guys, right? So we, yeah. you know, you start out at Let's have a happy hour cocktail. Let's go ahead and go to dinner. Let's have some glasses of wine. Let's have a nightcap. And by the time you're done, you've probably had 12 to 15 drinks easily without even. Yeah. And so that became yeah. kind of a really big lifestyle for me yeah. um, until I had half my thyroid removed. And when wow. that happened, because I had to, all of a sudden, my body just couldn't keep up with that lifestyle. Plus the fact I was traveling nonstop. I had a year where I'd only been home for six weeks. So wow. yeah, and I had traveled Singapore, London, Dublin, everywhere. And my body was just like, excuse me, we have to raise our hand right now, but like, we can't yeah. keep this up. And so there had to be a, some serious decisions made on the fact that the alcohol was just not going to be able to be a part of my life the way that it was. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I didn't want to lose my brand. So, you know, all mm. pictures, of a martini, a cocktail, something beautiful in my hand. I'm always standing mm. there with folks, you know, very much the uh, party girl. And so we had to figure out, well, how did those two come together? And Mocktail Nation was born out of my need to keep that brand, but not, uh, but, you know, get rid of alcohol out of that, you know, make alcohol more intentional 
And less hate mm-hmm. is something that I'm used to using as almost a ritual because most people drink yeah. as a ritual. They, the, most people don't drink because they want to be drunk or they don't drink because they're addicted to it. It is a ritual for them. So you come home, you're yeah. tired, you get a glass of wine, you make yeah. a martini, you're cooking dinner, you have a glass of wine. It's not because you really are like, I'm going to do this. It's because you've been doing it and you're yeah. to do it. Yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of my backstory. But yeah, so it was one of those where it was like, wow. health reason, big deal. Okay, got it. So yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. And and that's so common. I mean, in, in tech, in sales and all that stuff, it's like, go hard or go home, right? It, yes. It's, it's just, it's the nature of the biz. Yeah, and it's a, a ring the bell. Like in the morning, you're up first thing in the morning, you do your business in the morning, you ring the bell, you make sure you're there on time, you do what you need to do, and then you start the whole thing over again. Um, and in a, a bunch of us work out, do all that other kind of stuff too, but it doesn't take away from the fact that you literally are, you know, hopefully you're not doing that every single day, but a lot of people fall into that. That becomes the norm every single day. And alcohol is a society norm. If you're doing lines of Coke, everybody's like, whoa, the table, like nobody's, everybody's like, oh, I think they have a problem. But if you do, but if you drink 16 drinks, they're like, oh, it's a good night. So, you know, it's so totally, oh my God. So interesting how we view, Mm -hmm. you know, what sober means and how we do stuff. So yeah, it is, it is, it's hard to get away from that. If you look at any movies, anything, and I've really been aware of this since I started Mocktail, everything is, I had to grab a bottle of this. Anybody got some rosé? Somebody give me this. It's always alcohol forward for even what we show everybody about how we live our lives, which Mocktail Nation is not a um, complete sober community. We are sober, but if you're not sober, we don't care. We're all sober curious, sober forward, whatever you want to call it. But we're very much, um, you know, we want to be very, include everybody. We want everybody to be able to drink the drinks, have fun. Um, You know, I even did an event where I was telling people what alcohol they should add if they wanted to add alcohol to the mocktail. So I was like, don't ruin my mocktail. If you're going to add alcohol, here's what you add. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't screw it up. Yeah. Don't ruin the flavor profiles here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about just about uh, your, your brand or your, you know, persona, the two drink Nita. How did that feel when like that must've affected your self-esteem somewhat when, when someone was like, Oh, like we need you at your two drink. Like we need you on. Did that not scare you? If like, okay, well, what if I can't be that two drink person? What if I'm I'm never going to be on again? Yeah, no, that's a great, well, it scared me when I had to like go, okay, I'm not going to be too drink needed. That's when it really scared me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that when it started, it was almost like a badge of honor. Like I was like, yeah. all right, I'm, in the, I'm almost in the boys club. Like I'm here, like I'm going to drink my two drinks and I'm going to be in this group and I could manage it quite, you know, I don't have a backstory where it's like, oh my gosh, I ended up, you know, in the hospital almost dead or like my house was more, you know, ruined or, you know, my more, you know, I couldn't pay my mortgage. I wasn't that person. And I think that's why mocktail is so important to people because there's plenty of functioning people who drink way too much. And we only kind of see the crit, you know, the, the, we kind of only showcase, this is where it goes horribly wrong. Well, you have this middle ground of people that are just like, it's not a good way to keep going. And Mm -hmm. to your point about self-esteem, yeah, when you took away like my alcohol saying, hey, you can't drink anymore. Well, it was like, well, then who am I when I go out now? Like, you know, I don't show Mm. up and have my cocktail in my hand. I don't, show up and I'm able to drink with the guys till four o'clock in the morning. I don't show up and, you know, I'm the party girl in the middle of everything, but I still was. My personality didn't change. Yeah. It was all there anyway. It yeah. was like, now I had just grown enough into the fact that I didn't need alcohol to bring it out. I wasn't this kind of like, because for as much as people think I'm an extrovert, I'm really an extrovert introvert. So I need a lot Same. of downtime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And if you don't recharge, it's a lot. Right. And so alcohol was a good way for me to recharge. It was like, okay, five seconds, we'll be back. And I can yeah. bring myself back. Even if I was exhausted and didn't want to talk to people. Um, I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm learning to put in boundaries. I'm like, today's not a good day. It's just yeah. not a good day for me to be around folks. But you know, that takes yeah. a long time for you to get your brain around this is intentional. I can't be here tonight. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm in yeah. no way capable of doing that. Um, and then the other issue I came into is I have a lot of food allergies. So you'd show mm-hmm. up to events and there was no food that I could eat. So drinking became an easy pass. Mm. So have you know three, four glasses of champagne, two glasses of red wine. Hey, we're good. And if you watch events and parties, and I've been doing this lately, people will drink six drinks without even thinking about it. They haven't even paid any attention. They've literally gone through six drinks. Because they're talking and talking. Oh, yeah. Talking. 
and they've not paid any attention to the fact they just went through six glasses of red wine. Yeah. Yeah. They're just so, like drinking it like literal water. Yeah. Yeah. You will, you're just, you know, you're chatting along and doing your thing and there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't think yeah. we're thinking that's all. Um, and Mato Nation is really about the fact that you're really important and you need to intentionally think about what you're doing, but we really did not want to alienate anybody. We really want people to feel like if you come to us, we're a party fun site. That's what we're here for. Yeah. We make great mocktails. We're doing a lot of brand, uh, you know, um, alignments, but also testing brands out because a lot of what came out of the alcohol free movement was too much sugar. It was too much this. Mm-hmm. It's not organic. It's not. And like, we really want to be like, okay, these are the brands like anything else. You're not going to drink Boone's Farm or, you know, potentially any other like really bad liquor or alcohol um, when you get to a certain point in your life. And you're like, yeah, I met a dove in high school. I probably want something I actually can taste now and it won't burn my lungs. Yeah. Um, so Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. 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 Yeah. That's everybody. There's still a huge market for that. I'm sorry for anybody who drinks that. There's a huge market for it. And you might still really love it. And I don't want to put it down. Yeah. Um, but the point is that, you know, you want to be able to drink stuff that's really like when you drink it, you want to be like, this is a great drink. I'm really glad I had it. I'm really yeah. satisfied, whether it's alcohol or not alcohol. Um, but mocktail was really built on my kind of sassy me. And the fact that we want everybody to just feel like it's a great place to be and you learn a lot of stuff. And we're really big on the health and wellness you know, vibe um, because we think that's what keeps you sober. We think it's also good to kind of be in the manifest and mindset world because that's what keeps you sober if that's your direction. But if you're mm-hmm. just doing like a day, we're like, good. We have great recipes for you. You don't have to be like, you, you know, you're going out on a Tuesday. I don't yeah. want to drink tonight. Here you go. So yeah, so it's been a fun run. Yeah. And I love that. I love your, your point of view and your perspective around this whole, you know, sober or, or not like even, even the, the language that you use sober forward. Um, And it is, you know, it's being intentional about what we're putting into our bodies. And I definitely find, you know, within the, the sober community or, you know, kind of health and wellness or just personal development in general. Right. It's like, you're either like committed to this or you're not. And if you're not like, you're not welcome here. And, and only the people who are actually trying their very, very hardest are going to be praised and rewarded. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. Which really sucks and feels really, um, I mean, it's not inclusive at all. And it's, I think that's actually making this whole world and all these labels even worse, right? It's, it's really dividing everyone instead of bringing everyone together. And I love how Mocktail Nation, you know, like this is an umbrella for everyone, everyone, whatever your choices are at this particular day, this particular hour, like you have a place here. And I love that. I think it's so, it's so needed because you're not a bad person. If you you drink, Mm -mm. you're not. Alcohol isn't bad. I think it's our intentions and, and what we're using it for that is not even bad per se. It's just maybe needs to be questioned and, and talked about. Like this, this, whole, this whole paradigm of like good and bad is what's keeping us really sick and keeping us apart, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, I love how, you know, you you realize that you are your fun spice itself uh, with or without alcohol. What was that, that process like? Like, was it just like a realization one day? Like did something just click or did it take a little bit of time to realize like, okay, like I don't need two drinks to be my badass self. I think it was the band aid kind of ripped off. I think my family was pretty yeah. much like you're drinking too much. 
and like wait oh, okay. yeah and it was really one of those kind of like you've you've hit a point of no return like we're like we're they're really like this is not this is not going really well mm-hmm. and um you know when your family kind of looks at you and goes and I never hid my drinking from anybody everybody knew how much I drank which was crazy because nobody said anything to me my personality was like I got this I got this I got this and they're all like she's got it she's got it and no yeah. we didn't we didn't have it we didn't have it um we, we didn't have it yeah. and so yeah. you know you're all of a sudden like Okay. And so you're processing the fact that you don't have it. You're processing the fact of, and, and for me, it was almost a failure that I couldn't keep drinking. Yeah. That I couldn't manage it. Right. So for me, I looked at it like, why can't you manage this the way you manage the rest of your life? Like, why would this be something mm. that like, you can't say, I'm only going to do this or do that. Why is this now become like the, 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 my, the beast is now taken over me. Right. So it's like, okay, mm. what is going on with this? Uh, and I think that was really the harder part was just going, okay, well, it, you can do this. It'll be, you know, what you want to do. And then it was like going out and asking for like a non-alcoholic drink. And they're like, we have strawberry lemonade. And I'm like, could I shoot you where you stand? Can I shoot you where you stand? So, you know, that was really where it was like, I was like, okay. And then I got into the alcohol-free community. And to your point, yeah, it really is. It's really interesting. It's very um we try to say that we don't work. Nobody in Moxel nation is not a thing. that talks about victims, right? Nobody's a victim. Mm-hmm. You got to a certain point, you did something. Okay, great. Let's move on to tomorrow. Like we don't want to hear about what happened in your past. And I think that's something that's very different for us where everybody else kind of keeps wanting to tell their story. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. I understand why people want to do it yeah. completely. It's just not the vibe that we want it. We're like, you know, because everybody gets stuck there and everybody remembers when you were there and everybody remembers when you were doing this. And if you mm-hmm. had a really bad, bad battle with alcohol, like you were stealing or doing that kind of stuff, nobody wants to keep being reminded of that. If they've moved on then let them move on, we don't have to keep going back. You don't need to apologize to everybody. Just yeah. move. Right. And so I think that is your point. We're not a hardcore, you know, I think you end up alienate a lot of people. And I think that people who are really addictive, um, the isolation is horrible for them. Like they need to be able to totally. come back to a friend group and they need to be able to the friend group to align around them and get together. So I think my transition yeah. to sobriety was really easy because my family's like, okay, cool. You know, everybody like you know, everybody yeah. around me, I feel like I don't drink right now. I'm not doing this, blah, blah, blah. I don't have any pushback. Nobody's like, oh, that's weird. Now I do have friends that still go, but come on now, you can't just take a shot. Mm. You know, one shot. You know, you can do a couple shots. What's the problem? This is not like, so. And then when I do, yeah. everybody cheers. Like, I mean, if you get cheered when you're like, yeah, exactly, right? So, huh. like, yeah. So, I think for a lot of people, for me especially, it was definitely a brand. It just made yeah. my. It was part of me. So it was. It's been an interesting transition, and it's not been that long ago. I mean, it's been a year. So yeah. it's not like we're talking about like, you know, and I don't count days. I don't do anything like that. I'm not that person. I'm more like, this is your life. You wake up in the morning. I don't count breathing. So I'm not going to count <laughs> drinking. Like, I don't wake up and go, I took seven breaths. Like I'm not yeah. doing it. Like it's not going to happen. So yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, what do you say or how do you even react to people who ask you to take a shot and then like cheer about it? Yeah, it's one of those you're just like, I mean, like I said, it's one of those things where you just kind of think about how we view alcohol in society, right? I mean, I think yeah. that's how I look at it, right? We don't, people say that marijuana is a gateway drug. I'm like, no, alcohol is your gateway drug. Totally. Alcohol is the gateway drug. So you get your first drink and you kind of move in from there. And because we're so normalized by it. I think somebody going to take a shot and cheering for you is just like a normal thing, right? We love you. We want to show you that we love you Mm. and look what you did with us. And it's a communal thing and we can all enjoy it together. Um, Ah, So like a bonding experience, if you will. It's a belonging experience. Like this is the group you belong to. um, And that's what I tell everybody, why do you toast? Do you know why you hit the glasses together? Because every other sense is already involved except your hearing. You can smell, ah. see, taste, and when you hit the glasses, that's the hearing experience. Then you can hear it, and then you drink. And right. packs are made across alcohol. There is, you know, serious decisions made across alcohol. Like we've incorporated alcohol into so much of our business life, our work life, our political life. And so I think it's yeah. interesting to say that my friends go, "Yay!" Once again, straight back to a belonging of a sense of group of people with you. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that, the cheersing and, and the senses. Like now you're kind of blowing my mind right now. <laughs> <I'm glad. laughs> 
I, I, I try love to blow that. everybody's mind once a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of minds blown. Um, how do you, we talked about being an introvert and extrovert or like appearing extra extrovert, like facing let's, let's call it. Um, how do you take care of yourself and, and recharge your batteries? What do you do for you? We are still trying to get that nailed down to be perfectly. Ah, okay. So what I would say is that the best thing I do for myself is when I, um, work out, um, and that doesn't have to be like some hardcore craziness. I tell people, everybody's like, oh, how do you, you know, I'm like, slow it down, take a walk. Like, you know, I think mm-hmm. when I do my walking meetings, I'm the best. Um, I like to go outside and have green tea and meditate outside for at least five minutes till my brain goes, and I can't keep it together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people have got me into trying to journal and that's great. And then halfway through the journaling, I'm like, did you remember to do this? Did you remember to do that? We forgot this. And I'm like, maybe that doesn't work for me to write anything. Cause I start going like making notes in the tabs. I've literally gone back to my journals. It's like, pick up this, go to target. Don't forget. And I'm like, that is not what turn into do to do list. Exactly. I'm like, that's not what journaling is about. Yeah. Um, I will say that I have like, I'm really into my pets. I love them. And so I feel like they're good, like helpful things to like hold on to and play with and pet um, to bring you down from what's happening mm-hmm. um, because you're going to have to have the other outlets if you're not drinking, right? Because most people go right back to, I'm super stressed. I'm going to go get this drink. And, and you do, you feel really good for a period of time. And I, I think like good 15 minutes. Yeah. I get, well, I think it's always that first sip, right? You're like, Ooh. totally. Yeah. You just push the glass away. Yeah. After the first sip, if you just did a first sip, yeah, I feel great. I had my first yeah. step and then slide it away. You'd be good to go. But no. I think even, yeah, you'd be like, okay. So I think for mindfulness is something I'm really into this year. And there's another mm-hmm. uh, group that I'm working with. It's really around manifestation of what you want to do. And we are big mocktails whole theme for this year is intentionality. So cool. why are you doing it? What are you doing? How are you doing it in anything that you do? And if you take a moment to step back and go, what do I intentionally want to get done today? It really does change your morning. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah. You're like, well, I want to get these things and not tasks. Like, what do I want to achieve today? The tasks are all there. They're going to come under the achievements. Yeah. But what do, what do I want to do? I want to have a really good phone call and be present with my group this morning. I want to mm. do, and I've had to change how I talk, right? Like, those are the things mm. I need to make sure I'm saying. So when I have my meetings, I say to everybody, is everybody present? Let's check in. How is everybody doing? What's happening? Interesting. Yeah. And that's helped okay. me to start to go, where am I at? And what am I doing? So if I'm crazy, my group's not, my team's not going to do real well. If I'm like, woo, I mean, that's great sometimes, yeah. but you really have to take a minute. And if you're an extrovert introvert, you really have to like slow yourself down and be like, okay, yeah. um, let me figure out my recharge. Um, and a lot of times for me, that's Netflix. So mm. God, it's like me and the Netflix and the dog. I'm like, and this is a good recharge. And it's yeah. something stupid. I don't have to think. I don't have to be involved. It's just like there. And I don't think for a good hour and a half. And I'm like, and now we're back. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I agree with the Netflix thing because I feel like when I'm around people, like it's a lot of energy that I'm putting out and Netflix is like, I don't have to perform necessarily. I don't have to like entertain. It's yes. like, it's, it's the opposite, right? It's like, I'm being entertained by something else. Yes. Yeah. And I do have a, I do have a group of people that to your point that are like my Netflix. If I hang out with them, mm. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, so I can show up in pajamas. I can sit and stare. We can order whatever we want to yeah. order in for food. Nobody's looking for me to do anything. I don't have any makeup on my hair sticking up like a, you know, a troll doll. Nobody cares. <laughs> They're like, we're glad you're here. Thanks for yeah. showing up. And I yeah. think that that's something human beings have to have is that core group of people that will let you be you. Totally. Who you really are and won't ask any questions. They don't care. You're just chilling. And yeah. I think if you can get that, that's another great way to like really, well, once again, it goes back to belonging and being included. And that's once mm-hmm. again, the environment that Motel Nation wants to make. We want you to show up however you show up. Yeah. And, you know, we want you to be a part of the nation. It is more about them than it is about me. It's about other human beings be able to find each other who are on the same journey around their sobriety. And they're, yeah. And I'm not, we're not pointing fingers at anybody. We're like, yeah, everybody got on that train. They're like, that didn't go so well. So we're going to go ahead and see how about the other train. And I think (laughs) that's what we want everybody to think about. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I, being with those people, I'm, that's totally, you could literally talk or not talk for hours. Yeah, just absolutely. Could lay on your living room floor and just not even look at each other. 
No, I think it's great when you just sit there and all of a sudden you look up and you're like, it's been like an hour. Are you okay? Are you still alive? Are you breathing? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> haven't spoken. None of us said anything. I was like, everybody's still alive? Yeah. So yeah, so, no, I think it's good. Yeah. Oh, I think still we, here. Right on. Well, we're forced to like suck the life out of rooms, right? Like everybody's like, you got to show up, you got to perform. We're all like dancing dolphins on the regular basis. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't want to be a dancing dolphin with people like that. I want to be able to be like the, you know, calm, relaxed here we go. But yeah. you do need, you need tethers and you need downtime big time. And I think that's for even extroverts. I think everybody needs yeah. some downtime. Yeah, man. Like you need to conserve your energy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G. We needed to put it to good use because once again, this goes back to intentionality. What is the energy for? I don't need to run every room. I don't need to own every room. I don't need to walk in and be like, oh, I'm the most popular person here. It's all good. Like just, you can walk in and be nobody. Wouldn't that be great? I am a nobody in this room. I'm here to get a burger and nobody cares. So (laughs) (laughs) yes. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's also like, what do you, it's yeah. What do you need? What do you need from these situations? How do you feed yourself? Like I always, I always relate it back to there's this old, old school Oprah episode. And they had this lady and she was kind of like known as a, the baby whisperer, if you will. Okay. And, the, and the baby, she would like determine through the different cries of the baby of like what the baby needs. So it was like, oh, this cry sounds like, oh, she needs to be changed. Or this oh. cry sounds like she needs to be um, burped or swaddled or whatever it's called. I, I don't have kids, obviously. Uh, I don't know the terminology. <laughs> okay. I have one and I still couldn't help you out with that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. It's all yeah, good. Sure. Do, 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 do. Um, so I think of us as like still being that baby, especially in like recovery and sobriety. Like yes. if our, our needs and these cries have been dulled by alcohol. That's the only thing that we've really known or learned of how to address these cries. Yeah. And yes. so when you take away that, that coping mechanism, it's like, okay, what does this cry signify? What do I, what do I need from myself right now? Like, do I need like a comfort meal? Do I need to just lay on my living room floor? Do I need a hug? Do you, you need know? to scream? Do you just yeah. need to scream? Can you go outside and just scream. Yeah. And get all of that energy out of you. Like, you know, totally. it is definitely physical activity is a huge thing for folks or being in the earth. Like I like to garden, go outside. Yes. I mean, I'll start planting stuff. People are like, isn't it like midnight? I'm like, look, I got to do something. Like you just got to go <laughs> and do it. And they're like, can you see? I'm like, those floodlights are amazing. So, you know, yeah. it's like, you start buying floodlights in your backyard, your neighbors are like, mm, what's going on? I was like, yeah, we're bearing not a body out there. What the hell has <laughs> exactly. you got going on? <laughs> When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping 
all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Exactly. But no, I love that. No, I do think that it is. um, Yeah. Alcohol is habitual. Alcohol is definitely self-medication. But the problem is that the moment you want to get off alcohol, but you still have anxiety, they want to pop enough pills in you for 90 people. So the medical community is doing no work to really help out with how we really manage this because they'll write a prescription, but there's nobody talking to you. It's like somebody needs to speak to you weekly on why is it, what's the anxiety about, right? And how right. else can you move you forward out of your anxiety, right? When you're dead tired, you're not, ex- there's no anxiety. Like if you run your body to the ground working out, there is no anxiety. You, you, you can't have it. Yeah. You're like, I'm dead. I'm going to go to sleep. Right. So, you know, and I would like to say, I'd rather have people like, I, I, I want to start pushing baths. I'm like, everybody should take a bath. You get home, take a bath, mm. put a bath bomb in there, take a bath. That's what you need to do. Right. And just lay in the bathtub until you're normalized again, and then come out and deal with the rest of your world. Mm. Um, or, you know, take a drive. There's other things that we can do, but yeah, it is definitely an interesting dynamic, but I like the baby idea. It's like the, my dogs, like one of them has different cries for different things. Yeah. And she like literally speaks differently. And I'm like, this is new. I was like, are you going to turn into a human at some point? Cause it's a little creepy. So <laughs> But I've learned to know what she needs, right? So to your point, yeah. it's what you need. Um, and then it's getting a set of folks around you that can understand what you need as well, right? They're there mm-hmm. to step in and go, I know you need this today. And I think for a lot of people, you have different things, but I think a lot of type A people think they manage alcohol really well yes. because they manage every other part of their life really well. Yep. And I think that they end up in a big, hello, raise my hand. Um, that all of a sudden you're like walking, you're like, I tripped off the cliff. Oh, sorry about that. Didn't see that coming. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it's one of those where you don't ask for support. You're not looking for, cause you're the leader. And so if you're the leader, the leader doesn't turn around and ask the rest of the troops, can you help me lead? Or can you take over for me? And I think that's what happens to a lot of folks who find themselves in that kind of alcohol, um, you know, functioning kind of drunk syndrome where they're mm-hmm. like making moves. They can do stuff. Um, you should see people give a checklist. Well, I paid my mortgage. I'm getting a promotion at my job. Yeah. I did this. I did that. And you're like, yeah, you're still drinking too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, you have all these things. You have this collection of, you know, this checklist with all these check marks off. But like, how do you actually feel about it? Yeah. And how do you, you, know? you feel every day? You're, yeah. you're dragging yourself to make sure everything's done. You're putting on the right face. You're doing what you need to do. But yeah. are you really at your best for you? Um, oh, and then totally. I think being sober, being sober is very selfish. So when you want to be sober, you have to be really selfish. You're only worried about yourself at that point in time. You're very selfish as a human being. So you're like, no, I'm going to put these new boundaries in. No, I'm going to do this. No, I'm not doing that anymore. But it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean getting rid of all that community. And I think that's why Motel Nation was very important about, we don't want you to be isolated. Like I don't agree with a lot of the programs that are out there because I feel like they make it even worse. You're already in a position where you're not feeling your best. And now we take everything away from you and the idea that it's going to make it better for you. Right. I'm like, no, you have to learn how to work within what's here. Yeah. And I know in certain cases, that probably really is the right thing to do in certain cases. But I think the majority of cases need that support system. And so they're going to need those people that were there before. And we just have to put those boundaries in. Like, this doesn't happen anymore. There's no more shots, 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 shots. Yeah. It's like, no, and I can do shots because that's why I have Motel Nation. I can make me plenty of shots, tons of yeah. them. So, but they just won't have any alcohol. So you're good to go. But we can do shots all day. We can yeah. do shots at six in the morning. That's what makes it great. Ooh. So I get off the Peloton. You can have a drink right then. Here you go. Beautiful drink. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think you could ever like lose that party girl persona because that's just you. Like that's your personality. 
Like yes. you're just a fun person. Yeah. I love, I mean, I love for people to have a good time. I love people to be included. I love yeah. people to be a feel sense of belonging. Um, I think in this day and age of all the social media, which we all use, mm-hmm. um, it's really hard for people to feel connected. And I think if you have an addiction issue and then we add you not being connected, it makes it really hard for you to get past that. I think it's just not something we've thought through in this day and age. Yeah. I mean, I don't think think through having the podcast while my solar people are here. So (laughs) that's what that is. Didn't think that through either. Yeah, it's all good. I like, I like the background sounds. It's more, it's authentic. There you go. It's a real conversation. We're not editing any of this. Um, I'm as authentic as you can get. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Hammering it all. (laughs) I looked up and I was like, you gotta be freaking kidding me right now. And I was like, Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like social media is great. I think it's a stepping stone in connecting. I don't think it's the end all be all in connection. I mean, that's how I met, I was turned on to you was through Instagram, right? You have to go above and beyond to create those connections, you know, outside of social media and like meet in real life or meet on zoom or, or have like conversations that are, more than just one dimensional social media is it's just one dimensional right no matter how i mean there is video there's audio but it's still so removed yeah it is it is and then it's so you know it's so um for a lot of different you know social stuff it's so put on right like it's like this is not real life i'm like this isn't really what's happening right now and they're like oh no i mean i had friends of mine i look at their instagram i'm like you guys are about to get divorced why aren't we showing like hey we love each other so much i was like what is happening right now i was like even my uncle like his wife i can't make this up i gotta say it like she's they were he like left her he moved to another country i'm like uh and she's got a picture of them with an airplane in the back it's all been like you know put together and you know they're not together oh it my was crazy God. and here's me i'm like mm, this is what social media does like you can well at least she did a good job i give her props she yeah. put it together it looked good for her family thought everything was great we were all like mm, you realize he's in singapore and you're still here <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's like, at what point do you turn over the Photoshop skills and like, <laughs> and like deal and build like self-awareness, like build those skills? I think, you know, we're, we're so, um, we're focusing on the wrong stuff, right? Like we're focusing on the, the social media marketing. Cause that's what it yeah. is, right. For, for most people, they're marketing this like great life or, you know, whatever, whatever they're trying to project um, we're, we're missing the, the other skills. We're missing the social skills. We're missing the self-awareness. We're missing like the skills to heal ourselves. Yes. yes. No, that's a, that's a great point. I think the healing yeah. um, and just finding a good way to feel good about yourself. Right. It, that's, that's one world. And like, granted, Macho Nation is all over social media. We expect to continue to be there and build off of that. Yeah. To your point, that's how we connected, but you want to take your connections to the next level. I think that's what to your point gets missed. Mm-hmm. And you want to be able to say, okay, I've made this connection. Now, what do I want to do with it? Once again, it's intentionality. Why am I connected to this person? Why do I like following this person? And I I think it's just a click, click, a click. We're not thinking why we're clicking. And Mm. I think we should think why we're clicking. Like it should bring some value to you. Like my click should bring value back to me. Um, That's what we have to learn about. And to your point, the healing process, but it's also what's, what is your value as a human being? So you stand alone, you know, first thing in the morning, naked in the mirror, what's your value to you? Forget everything else. What, what's your value? What do you expect from the world to give back to you? And I think we always do money and power. Exactly. It's not the only thing people think about. We go money and power. That's really simple. No, no. Some people just want satisfaction. Some people just want to belong. Some people just want love. And so then what ends up happening is that because we're not able to articulate that and intentionally work for it, it's very easy to slip into I drink 16 drinks a day. That's not a hard thing to do at all. Like immediately that's an easy thing because you didn't wake up going, here's what I want for Anita. Anita gets this today. She's valued at this level. She's worth this much. And how much are you worth? And we just, and that's not a dollar sign. That is yeah. like, what do I want to, you know, go do something crazy. If you haven't done something new, do something new. I think if you get sober, I tell people, go get something to do new. You've never done before. Go take a pottery class. God yeah. knows I can't whip a 
a dish to save my life. But you know what? You might like playing in the mud. I don't know. So, you know, it's like go do something you haven't done before. So your brain has something else to kind of go and concentrate on that you're attacking the same way that you did um, when you thought that the alcohol was going to be like your biggest friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And not to say that alcohol is not a good friend for lots of people. I mean, I love Napa. I love, you know, doing wine tasting. I love mezcal. So it's like, it's not anything to do with that, but it goes back to what you said. A healing process means you got to actually think about yourself. I think that's huge. And when you're you're looking at yourself work, you got to think about what's going on. And I think that's why intentionality is so big for us, but belonging is huge for us as a culture, fun and belonging. We do not believe in at any way, you know, we, we know everybody's in a different place and you might fall off and roll down the hill. We're still here. What do you need? Right. So I think that's the important part. Whoa. I mean, I'm still caught up on like standing in the mirror in the morning and what do you want from this day? That (laughs) I'm still there. Uh, I think that is a very simple yet profound question. And it's one we don't ask ourselves. We kind of run through the day. That's why I told you, you have to be selfish. Human beings need to be a little more selfish for themselves. It's not that you don't want to take care of people, but it's all the, it's the old school term, put your oxygen mask on first. Yeah. It is like, where's your oxygen mask? And you haven't put it on. You didn't think about different things. And we're trying to manage everybody else's problems. And that's another yeah. thing. You'll find that most people who are trying to be sober have been managing tons of other people's problems. Yep. And you're like, that is crazy. Like they are, have counseled and took care of people and supported them. And you're just like, dude, you really need to think just about you right now. Just you. Well, so. it's so much easier. Yeah, it, it, it's exactly. It's so much easier to help people, you know, and point out their problems or their issues than to look at yourself. But yeah, I, think, absolutely. I think how you framed it, you know, you know, not, not turning on yourself and like, oh, you know, what's wrong with me? It's like, what do I want? you know, staying in in the positive and going after like what you want for your life and how you want to show up for yourself. And yeah, like what, what is your intention throughout your days, your weeks, your years, right? Like all of this adds up. So I ask yeah. you when you woke up today, what was your intention? When I woke up today, my intention was that I wanted to make sure that I was, this is going to sound super silly, but I've got a bunch of stuff to do today. So I wanted to make sure, well, actually when I woke up today, I was in a bad mood. Uh, So I can't see that because it was like a puppy running around. It was like five in the morning and I was like, this all sucks. So, but my intentionality was that I really wanted to get stuff done for myself today. And that was what my prioritization is. I have a bunch of other, I've got a list a mile long that has to be done today. But my intention was to make sure that I said, your stuff has to come first. So Mm. you're going to get your stuff done. And then my other intention was to be present with you. So I said, make sure that when you do, when you're talking to, and I had a meeting before this about Mocktail Nation, both of those meetings, I was very present. There was no distractions. I wasn't thinking about anything else. I was only thinking about what was going on in front of me. So I could get fueled up again. So mm. I need that fuel when I'm intentionally present within these type of meetings and I'm not having my brain scramble around to figure out a bunch of other stuff. Right. So right. I, that was really my presence this morning was it's a you day. Um, I want you to have fun with everything today. And I do do this a lot. I go, you're going to have fun today. And that's yeah. one of my favorite things to say is you're going to have fun today. It's like, there's no reason not to have fun. So figure out something to be yeah. fun today. Yeah. Oh. I bought roller skates. Totally. So yeah. I bought roller skates. Yeah, I'm gonna kill myself. You don't get roller skates at my age. So it's like oh my god. Right. So I'm gonna have four. But my girlfriend's having a roller skating party in 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 March. So I'm like, okay, she's gonna take us all to a roller skating rink. And I'm like, oh, I'm also gonna break them out then. So here we go. So yeah, so I'll be roller skating through my house. And my mother's like this. She's like, you're gonna break a hip. I was like, thanks. You're gonna curse me in advance. I was like, really? What the heck? But yeah, no, I think that everybody needs to have it. My two cents for everybody is we don't have enough fun. Yeah, and we think fun involves money or something. It doesn't. You can you can do all kinds of stupid, crazy stuff. Take some whipped cream out and throw it all over the place. We do that a lot with Mocktail Nation uh, because we're always playing with different drinks and stuff. My son comes in and he goes, why is there, like, what mad scientist project happened in the kitchen today? Because there's just stuff everywhere, right? I was like, look, it was, a, it was a mixed drink day. So, you know, it is what it is. So we had a lot of different drinks to make. And so we were doing it. It was like a stack of jalapenos like this high, like in the, oh, in the, whoa. In the sink. And he's like... Oh my gosh. And he hates jalapenos. So it's like really funny. <laughs> anyway. So no, that was my intention for today was to have fun, but it really was to take care of myself. So February for Mocktail Nation is self-love. 
That's mm. our, so it, we, and everybody loves Valentine's Day, but we're all about self-love this month. And what does that mean to you? Yeah. Um, an intentional self-love that you wake up every day and go, I'm going to do this for me today. And I don't care if it's, I'm going to sit here for five minutes and not talk to anybody. That's fine. But it's something yeah. you made a checkbox and said, I got it done. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually taking that time to, to even think about yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Which we don't ask we yourself don't. how much you think about yourself in a day. Ask anybody, how many times do you actually really sit and go, am I getting what I want out of today? Mm. That's another bomb of a question. <laughs> but yeah, and very profound. Like I said, like we don't, we don't think about ourselves in that, in that way. No, not yeah. in that way. And that's what leads a lot of us to end up needing to have self-medication to move through it. We just didn't start with us first. That was all. And I think if you can unravel that, you know, people want to make being addicted to whatever so much bigger than it needs to be. I get all the reasons why, but at the core of it, we have to get to you. If I can't get to you and what you really want, I can't unravel the rest of it. So you need things that are out. You need outlets to go to that people are like, Hey, we're still gonna have a great party. We're not boring. You still need to have a drink, but we're going to talk to you. And we're going to give you like kind of great resources. We're going to test all the brands. We're going to tell you what's out there. Um, So it makes it really simple for you. We want the easy button. That's what Montel Nation wants to provide. Hey, you want to push the button. All of a sudden it's like, here's your alcohol free drinks. Here's your great recipes. Here's some great health resources. We've tested them all. So we truly believe that this will all work together. Um, And I do curate every single thing that Moctel Moctel represents. So Mm. personally curate. So we've got a lot of cool stuff coming out. We're pretty excited. Nice. So where can people find Moctel Nation? You can find Moctel Nation on TikTok. You can find us on Instagram and you can find us on Facebook as well. Um, you can go to our website, which is mocktailnation.com and everything else from there. If you click down below, you can get to all of our social media sites um, and we will have a lot of cool stuff coming up. I'm super excited, but we will even be down to our uh, uh, mocktail on the move, which means we're going from uh, state to state and telling you what the best places are for you to drink. So I'm happy about that. Whoa, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Really excited about that. We should yeah. have yeah. our mocktail subscription boxes up uh, second Q, uh, we call it Q2, which will be April, May, and June. Yeah. So those boxes will be available for sale. And then we will also have our um, free, re- our, we have our free recipe book already out. So please feel okay. free to download that. Um, and then we'll have our bigger, larger recipe book where we've actually hired, uh, we uh, curated a bunch of cocktails, but they're mixologists. I call them mocktologists. They're, they're, uh, they're, you know, phenomenal cocktail makers who now went, okay, I can go the other direction and make it without alcohol. Yeah. Um, and so they have some very, very high end curated drinks that'll be in the book that we will be promoting as well. So we're pretty stoked. We're wow. You are a yeah. busy, busy lady. I am busy, but we're a baby. We just launched last New Year's Eve. So we are not, I mean, a year ago, this New Year's Eve, or it was our one year birthday was this New Year's Eve. So we're a little baby just starting out, but like, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Like, I can't wait. I, well, I love to see your drive and ambition and, and your passion behind this. Like, it's really, really fun to see. Uh, Anita, thank you so, so much for sharing your experience, your knowledge and your time with us. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. This was great.